Hi, I'm Cheryl, a grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. And um, I qualify for this meeting by being a compulsive overeater, maintaining a 100-pound weight loss, abstinent one day at a time since May 24th of 2012. Uh, My first OA encounter was in the early 1970s. I am also a multiple relapse survivor. I lost weight each time I came to the program, but because I didn't work all of the program, I suffered relapses. I started overeating as a child, and by adolescence, I was using fad dieting, um, encouraged by my mother, who did it too. That was where I learned it, and pretty much all the women that uh, she knew all the adults I knew, female adults, uh, were compulsive dieters. Uh, they, uh, it was before, in a time before OA, uh, so we didn't know about that before OA came into our awareness, but uh, dieting was just something you did. Everybody did it. Um, I also went through a phase of exercise bulimia in my teens. My first husband was in OA with me. We both lost body weight, but not the fat between our ears. Uh, We thought we were cured and left uh, the program when we lost the weight. Our marriage ended as well, um, basically because we hadn't done the work. I went back to trying to control my weight by dieting. It dawned on me that any time I lost a significant amount of weight, it was in OA. So I thought, I just thought that OA was uh, an effective weight loss solution. I hadn't gotten any further than that. Uh, I met my second husband in the mid-1970s. I thought he was a little unusual, but then so was I. I had mood swings that bordered on the suicidal, and I later figured out that he was an active alcoholic. Um, what, ha- what helped was that I knew about 12-step programs. Uh, no one else in our circle did, certainly not in either one of our families. Um, I started going to a program for families of alcoholics, which my sp- and when my sponsor suggested OA, I went back into the rooms. My husband's disease progressed, and we separated. I stopped going to program thinking that a paid job uh, was more important uh, than my recovery. Uh, Certainly more important than weight loss, uh, I thought. I missed the part in the big book that said uh, it wasn't. Um, The job was toxic. It fueled all my addictive tendencies, food, booze, shopping, overwork, and codependency. I was completely out of my mind and didn't start to get grounded until I reconciled with my now sober husband. That was over a period of uh, like a year and a half, and he was in rehab and uh, for about six months, uh, a really intensive rehab. Um, and when I, when I grandiosely determined that he was sober enough, I came back to him. Uh, I became pregnant with our son 
but my food was still out of whack. The doctor who was overseeing my pregnancy didn't have a good grasp on the emotional problems in my pregnancy, probably because I didn't talk, tell him about it. Uh, it just wasn't done back then. Um, I could barely talk about feelings. That's how far down they were stuffed with food. Um, it was a high-risk pregnancy. My son was delivered a month early after I had a five-week bed rest stay in the hospital. A month after my son was born, I had a postpartum uh, psychotic break and was hospitalized for three days in a regular hospital. And uh, when I crashed again after that for 45 days in a mental hospital, Finally, in enough trouble, I went to therapy and stayed put. I also went back to OA, but still didn't quite get it and left the rooms um, a couple of more times. I think the therapist thought she could help me with my weight problem, as uh, we finally just uh, called it, recommending books and yoga and other things. The doctor I saw for medication sent me to a diabetes doctor who laughed when I told him I was there for a thyroid nodule. I didn't have diabetes despite a strong family history. So what I'm basically trying to say is that the doctors I encountered didn't really understand about OA, and I really wasn't in a good enough recovery frame of mind to explain to them what it was I was trying to do, how OA was helping me, other than I lost weight there. I did get serious about OA in 2011 when I could no longer use the at least I'm healthy excuse. As always, I got a sponsor and put down the food, but this time I um, used the steps and I finally caught on to the reality of my need for a, a daily reprieve. After that last binge in 2012, uh, I hung on for dear life to the, uh, to the line in the 12 and 12 that says, quote, once we compulsive overeaters truly take the third step, we cannot fail to recover. Um, I think that that, that was... Uh, the definite change in my recovery that I took my recovery seriously because I took the third step seriously. I made a conscious decision to turn my will and my life over, and I do it every day going forward. Today, I have a sponsor. I also sponsor. I do service. I make a lot of use of the tools, especially writing and literature. Writing helped me put my life in perspective. Uh, the things I had heard and dismissed in my past started to come together. The mood swings that were part of a hormonal balance and my depressions lifted with abstinence, at, uh, with sustained abstinence. Uh, childhood trauma was not my fault, but it is my responsibility uh, in terms of how I choose to deal with it. The, the son I had is um, an autistic adult now, 
and he lives in a group residence. Um, he visits on a pretty regular basis, but he doesn't live with us day to day. I realized recently that both of us need to slow down. In the past, he would bombard me with requests for food and other things. Um, I learned later that that, uh, that when things are going well for a person with autism, that they tend to do like that massive um, offloading onto somebody when they communicate that there's a long list of stuff that they'll come out with uh, because they think they should just keep going. Oh, you're interested. You should just keep going. Um, I would get overwhelmed, though, and before OA, I would eat over it uh, in frustration. I wasn't a good mom. Um, I wasn't doing autism mom right. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know how to handle this. In abstinence, I learned to have uh, better boundaries with him so that I didn't turn to food to soothe my uh, nerves. And uh, we don't all have to eat the same things. That was another thing. I thought that I had to do mom right and stuff. And uh, unfortunately for me, I had to uh, had come up learning uh, the Donna Reed, uh, Leave it to Beaver, um, School of Momism and stuff. So I thought I had to be a perfect mom and... Um, I set myself up for failure. Uh, perfectionism uh, is a killer. Uh, I'll just say it, leave it that way. Well, so we don't all eat the same way. I eat abstinently. You know, my abstinence is a basic, pretty basic three meals uh, a day, nothing in between, one day at a time. And... Um, no no sugar, and uh, I have a list of binge foods that I avoid. Um, my husband and my son eat differently for different reasons. Um, it's more important that uh, we that I remain abstinent and that other people uh, get to eat in ways that uh, work for them. My husband uh, was recently diagnosed as diabetic and it's been another good lesson for me not to try to manage his food, to literally keep my eyes on my own plate. Uh, we don't eat the same way and uh, trying to force it is insanity. We've also gotten to the point where my husband accepts his neurodiversity. Um, that was another bit of the insanity uh, when he got sober and there were still ticks, um, I didn't completely understand what was going on with that. Um, I thought that there was merely a problem with alcohol. I didn't see the underlying issues there. Um, I needed to go for support for that issue too, and I found it uh, not in a 12-step group but in another group. Um, although I did uh, go back to Al-Anon for a while. Um, I'll, I'll tell a story. Um, when my husband was diagnosed as uh, diabetic, um, I went to, I took him to see the endocrinologist that I was seeing for my thyroid. 
and um, I had been seeing her for a while uh, before I brought him to see her. And on my last visit for myself, uh, she asked me how I managed to keep the weight off for such a long time. Um, I realized, because I was staring at it, one of those vials of the injectable diabetes medication that um, is so popular now for that people use off-label for weight loss and stuff. And um, I just told her, I said, diet, exercise, and OA. She says, you still go to OA? I said, yes, I do. And uh, she said, you know, she talked about, in general terms, about patients who need to lose weight and everything. And I said, yeah, well, you know, um, they they can use that stuff, but you have to do the work between your ears. And I pointed, I tapped my head and everything. And she said, yeah, but people don't usually want to do the work. And... Um, you know, it was just nice that uh, a doctor could appreciate the fact that my weight was stable thanks to this program and um, that you need to do the work. And she realized that people need to do the emotional work, uh, even though there a lot of people aren't willing. Uh, I didn't get willing until I started doing the steps and figured out that my life was going better because I was working the steps. I was working all of the programs. Um, another thing, um, another story, brief story. Um, I was traveling and um, I was going through uh, a, a building, I think at the airport or something, and I had a suitcase and um, there was a man behind me in the revolving door and he offered to help me and uh, somehow the topic of my weight, oh, because I offered uh, to, uh, I didn't accept his offer of uh, helping me with my suitcase and he said, you look strong enough. I said, yeah, you know, um, I, I'm a strong girl. And um, the topic of weight came up. He said, you look nice. I, I don't think he meant to flirt with me. I think he was just, you know, like, like livestock, you know, <laughs> and stuff. And I said, yeah, well, um, I, I lost weight and everything. I didn't go into how so much. And he said, well, whatever you're doing, it certainly works. Five minutes remaining. Stuff. Thank you. Um, so... Even on the street, uh, people see me and they know something has happened. Um, there are still some people in my life who know, knew me when I was heavy, but um, they are few and far between now. A lot, a lot of them have passed on, some of them from the disease and things, but... Um, I wouldn't trade my life. So things make more sense now in the context of the steps um, are more manageable in terms of my life. Um, 
when I don't have the answer, I pause and ask my higher power for help. And the answer surfaces. It definitely made all the difference to work all of the program and to practice its principles in all my affairs. Um, and with that, I'll end. Thank you for letting me share and uh, turn the meeting back over to Sue.